0: hello and welcome to not that anybody asked i hope you guys are all having an amazing whatever the heck day you're listening to this i am currently sitting in my closet and i'm hoping that the microphone is okay because i discovered it with the top off not just the little like puff off like the whole top part was screwed off so hopefully this comes out okay it sounds okay on my end but we'll see i guess really not much going on this week. Um, Jake went back to work, which is insane because that means it's been four weeks since he had shoulder surgery, which is crazy. I feel like it's gone so quickly, but you know, this next year is going to go by really fast as well. He has officially less than one year left in active duty, which is crazy. He's been in for seven years now. So that's, it's just, it's nuts. Time really just goes so quickly. But today was the first time I was alone with the kids in literally almost two full months because my mom got here right after the 4th of July. And so I have not been alone with the kids on a normal day in a long time. It was fine. Everything was fine. But you know, we are currently in second summer right now, which basically is whenever it was fall for like five minutes and then it's summer again and 90 plus degrees for like two weeks and then it's real fall and it actually drops down to a decent temperature but it was literally over 90 something degrees today I think it was 94 at its high and it felt like over 100 degrees in September I'm really not sure I'll ever get Jake to leave this state but I would kill to go up north to where it's actually cold and snows and it's not so freaking hot in the summertime I know that in order for it not to get super hot it has to get very 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 cold in the winter but I'm fine with that there's also potentially a hurricane coming like next week. I really don't know what's going on right now. It's literally headed straight for us, but apparently there's some freaking low pressure something that's supposed to drive it away from. I have no clue, but I already called my mom and told, <laughs> told her that I will be coming to her house next week if we get any kind of evacuation orders, because I'm not, I'm not staying here for that. So who knows? Stay tuned. I'm not sure what's going on. Hopefully next week we still have a po- we still have a podcast um, episode up um, because that's what's most important apparently. Other than all that, really not much to report. Not much going on in my front besides just um, 11. Oh, I hit um, 50,000 followers on TikTok, which is crazy. I know that not all of you follow me on TikTok and a lot of you are from Instagram, but that was a goal of mine in the year of 2023. So I'm very, very happy and excited and proud of myself because it's just another goal that i've hit and i just love meeting people there's so many people that i've met through social media that i literally never would have met without it so i'm so grateful for it i really want to get into the topic this week so we're just going to jump right into the instagram graphic and it's just a cute little pink cake that's by illy Millie designs and it just says celebrate the little wins which i'm the queen of that so that is perfect for me The theme or topic of the week is things I would say to my pre-kid self, and this doesn't necessarily mean things about motherhood or being a parent or anything like that, just things you would say to your pre-kid self, and I'll go through all of mine first, and then I put on my Instagram story a little question box to see what people would say to their pre-kid self, so I'll go through those at the end, and I did an anonymous little thingy as well. I also have Jake's opinion in here, I know people love to hear that because he's hilarious (laughs) he's so funny but if people love to hear that because people love hearing male opinions so I have his in here as well I also took this as pre-kids period not necessarily just pre-two kids there's a whole separate list of things I would say to myself right after my son was born that I would just I would just say a lot but this is just pre-all kids so this is going back four and a half almost five years for me which means that I was 20 years old I was 20 whenever my daughter was born, which is so freaking crazy. Every time I talk about how old I am or how old I was whenever I started having kids, it just shakes me and I lived it. This is a complete sidebar, but all of the stuff with Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas right now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, they're getting divorced and it's like so tragic, whatever. I really don't care that much, but people are talking about Sophie Turner as though she was like a child bride and was like oh they met when she was 19 or 20 and she had a kid by the time she was 25 and now she's only 27 and she's so young and like blah 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 and I was like oh, 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 I <laughs> had my first child at 20 20 years old and I, it's just crazy it's amazing how it seems so normal to me because it's my life and I've been you know, immersed in like the military, whatever culture where it's really not that uncommon for people to have gotten married really young and, you know, had kids really young, not saying their marriages are great. That's a whole other conversation, but it's not that uncommon around me for people to be young and have kids. So to hear people in media be like, she's so young, (laughs) having two kids. I was like, okay, I'm literally a teenager Anyway, let's start with number one. The first thing I wrote down was that it's okay to not enjoy pregnancy or want to do maternity shoots or take a bunch of bump pictures. And the reason this was my first thing was because I spent so much of my time feeling guilty because I didn't want to document things that much. I felt like a stranger in my body and it made me really uncomfortable, not only just because, you know, like pregnancy symptoms and all that stuff, but I was just very insecure back then, and it just was something I was not prepared for. I still have a decent amount of pictures and videos and stuff, but not as much as I thought I would have wanted, but it's okay. It's, it's really fine. Like I said, I just spent a lot of the time being guilty and feeling guilty that I wasn't just overjoyed that I was pregnant because my pregnancies were both relatively easy, so I felt like I was being ungrateful that they were so easy and I should like be just infatuated with my no I was not I did not like it and I wish I could just go tell myself that it's okay that I didn't like it the second one kind of caveats right off that and it's just that your body is the least interesting thing about you it is going to change whether I had kids at 20 or 40 it would have changed probably around the same time that it did when I had kids because I would have gone through like the second puberty thing that girls go through when they like have a whole hormonal shift in their mid-20s. So either way, I would look different than I did when I was 20 before I had kids. But like I said earlier, I put so much emphasis on how I looked on the outside. It was it actually is really sad. But I had two almost 9-pound babies within 18 months of each other. And then my body didn't bounce right back and I was shocked. It is never going to go back to what it was before I had kids and that is 100% okay because I am not the same bitch I was (laughs) before I had kids. So why should I expect to be in the same body? I think I've said this before on another episode, but honestly, one of the biggest things that made me get out of my own head about my body was after I was out of the postpartum fog with my son and I started thinking about if my daughter thought the way i was feeling about my body about herself how that would make me feel knowing she felt that way and it literally broke my heart because i would do anything in this world to make her not have to feel like that about herself so why should i let myself feel that way or make myself feel that way i am just as worthy of self-kindness and self-love as she is so I practiced it myself. I do have a whole episode on this, so if this is something interesting to you, I think it's called The Least Interesting Thing About You is the episode. I don't remember how many back it is, but I did do a whole episode on this, so if you want to listen, go ahead. The next thing is, it's not funny. It really is not funny, but I wrote, you've got a good amount of childhood trauma um, that you are not even aware affects you. I really hate, um, saying trauma about myself because it sounds really heavy and dramatic, but it is, it is childhood trauma. I think that a lot of the times I compare myself to other people and the things that I went through as a kid, because it really was not as textbook bad as a lot of people that I am surrounded by. But at the end of the day, It was still my experience and things that affected me heavily in a negative light as I got older. So it is trauma to me. But again, I just, I hate saying that because it just, I feel like it's taking away from other people's experiences, even though I know that's not the case. So I I know it's not true, but that's just how I feel. Parenting in the authoritative style really makes you unlearn and relearn things about yourself that you literally did not know. I have been so happy-go-lucky my entire life. I put on such a good face. I never let anything bother me. I was just always Susie Sunshine nonstop. I never really was quick to be angry or mad was not even in my wheelhouse of emotions. I never got mad at things ever. So after I had both of my kids, it was probably almost exactly three years ago at this point because my daughter had a very nice speech delay not nice, (laughs) that's not what I meant, a very poor speech situation going on and I would get so just frustrated and overwhelmed and I realized I had exactly zero coping skills with my emotions, none. There was not a single mad coping skill in my brain. I'm not even going to lie I like wanted to hit her because I was hit as a kid and so that was my gut reaction was I wanted to like physically put my anger onto something not necessarily her but that was my first instinct and it took a lot of self-reflection and talking to professionals to realize that that was a direct correlation to how I was treated as a child because when I was younger someone would be mad at me And their instinct was to hit me whenever they were mad. So, of course, my instinct when I'm mad would be to hit something. But also, I didn't really get that emotional or angry very often pre-having kids. So I never had to deal with what it felt to be angry. Which, again, I know some people are probably like, Wow, oh poor you, poor you. You've never been mad. But I'm just being honest. I had no coping skills whatsoever. And we had decided long before this that that was not how we were going to parent we were not going to physically punish our children or even try not to yell and be mean to them like a lot of our parents were but it was it was a very shocking realization for me and I I just wish I could have prepared myself for that because I had no clue I can vividly remember when I put two and two together and I was talking to my husband about it and he was like oh that makes a lot of sense a lot of sense actually because he also was spanked and hit as a kid so he was like yeah that makes a lot of sense why that would be a reaction. I also do have a degree in psychology so a lot of this stuff just like comes from the archives of what I know psychologically but it doesn't take a doctor of psychology to think about how things correlate to adults and not absolutely everything that you have in your personality is a direct you know reflection of something bad in your childhood but there are things that correlate very heavily and a lot of those have to do with your emotional regulation skills with your coping mechanisms anything emotional typically has to do with how emotions were treated towards you as a child which is why stuff like how we speak to each other my husband and i or how i speak about myself is so heavy and it is so deep to me because i know how much it affects them right now and it's really scary to think about how you know what you're doing and saying in front of your kids when they're so little can affect them for their life but it is something to think about and it's again something i really didn't think too heavily about until i was in the thick of it so i just wish i could have known or at least could have known more the impact it would have on me like what it would take out of me to get to the place i'm at now all right second to last one is enjoy boredom if you can't tell about the everything about me i am a busybody shocking i know saying enjoy boredom is not in a scary oh you'll never know peace again kind of way but in a there's not much to worry about before you have kids in your day-to-day kind of thing and you have a lot of autonomy over your time that doesn't necessarily get stripped away from you as soon as you have kids but it's a lot more thinking that goes into certain aspects of your life. I do, unfortunately, also possess the relaxing and resting is lazy gene in me. So that was a whole other issue that, again, I wish I could just go back and be like, hey, you mother fricker, you can literally sit and do nothing and it does not matter you are not lazy you're not a piece of crap because you're sitting and relaxing you can rest and it's okay you don't have to be so consumed with going and doing and being fun and doing all this crazy stuff you can just chill the f out for five minutes and do nothing and it's okay my husband and i both are not very you know go out do all these crazy things but I'm, I'm just a busybody, I can never sit still. I am a lot better about this now when I have to be more intentional about it, but pre-kids, I didn't have to be intentional about literally anything. I could have sat for 48 hours straight in my bed and done nothing. Would I have done that? No, I still probably wouldn't do that given the chance. However, it's just the, the principle. <laughs> I don't regret a single thing that I have ever done or went and did and wish I hadn't done it or anything like that, but I just, Like I said, I wish I could just go and say, hey, um, relaxing is not lazy. You can chill, you can do nothing, it's okay. And the last one is something that I still struggle with to this day, five years later, and that is you're going to have to learn to stick up for yourself. The first example of this would be literally in labor. You have to learn how to advocate for yourself even when you're in a compromised state and it's very unfortunate. But there are so many things I look back on with my first labor delivery experience. I wish I would have just spoken up for five seconds and been like, hey, what the heck is going on? Please explain what you're doing. I don't know what's going on. I was very naive and uneducated, if I'm being honest. There's a lot of knowledge I would give myself pre-kids, but I'm still such a people pleaser at heart. It literally pains me sometimes because when I start to get to the point where i know i'm gonna say something to somebody my legs start to feel fuzzy and tingly because i get so nervous saying anything to anyone literally ever the other day we went to chick-fil-a and my name is sometimes hard to pronounce people see it spelt and they just kind of scan over it so they say katrina there have been so many people On social media even that i'll say my name and they'll say oh this whole time i thought your name was katrina even though it's literally spelled right there so we were at chick-fil-a and i had just finished talking to my friends and jake because we were all at the park talking about how i never correct people whenever they say my name wrong like if we're at starbucks and the barista's like katrina i'm like oh yeah that's me thanks And we were at the drive-through and the guy that was at the little podium thing was like, is it for Katrina? And I said, it's for Katarina. And Jake whipped his head over. And I was like, yeah, I just did that. I just corrected him. (laughs) And I was like, have you ever heard me correct someone when they mispronounce my name? And he was like, no, literally never. I'm so proud of you. Because he will always correct people when they don't say my name right. And I, who has my name, will not do it. All of this to say, I would go back and say, hey, Um, You need to start speaking the heck up because you cannot just sit silently forever. There are so many instances where I have to stick up for my kids, whether it's at the doctor or at the playground because another kid is picking on them or doing something to hurt them. Even just upholding boundaries within my own family is something I was not prepared to do. I did not realize how heavily I would have to have a guard up even against people I thought I could trust and I 100% was not prepared for it at all. If I had a limited amount of words I could use to talk to my past self, I would definitely say sticking up for yourself does not make you a bitch. It just means that you're concerned with yourself more than you are other people, and that's 100% okay also in this same kind of category is that if you feel like something is wrong say something about it don't just pretend like it's okay because you don't want to rock the boat or you don't want anything to like whatever you don't want someone to think you look stupid that was most of my issue honestly was that I never wanted people to think I was dumb because people always think I'm dumb whenever I started getting my daughter help for speech I literally didn't want to take her because I was so scared. This amazing speech therapist, who turned out to be just an angel, I thought she would think I was stupid, which is just absurd when you say it out loud. I was literally so concerned with looking dumb that I didn't want to say anything about my daughter's speech delay. That is legitimately crazy. Actually, no, it's more sad. It's more sad that I had literally no like self-confidence or like self-assurance I guess I don't really know I just had none of it and like I said I still struggle with this it's still really hard for me we were at a park the other day and I literally had to say something to a kid because they were being very handsy and I had to tell them to stop touching other people and my legs were tingly I was talking to a four-year-old and I was I literally was nervous that was my last one I asked Jake this question he's honestly kind of bad to ask questions because A, he's very matter of fact. B, he doesn't regret literally anything in his life. He's very, you know, everything has led me to this moment kind of person. So I had to word this question kind of funny because I know for a 100% fact that if I said, what would you go and tell yourself pre us having kids he would say nothing because i you know everything i learned along the way was meant to be learned well was meant to be learned whenever uh, i learned it so i had to ask him very diligently this question and this is what he said which i think is very funny because i say this to people as well and he said if you're worried that you're a good parent you are because parents who suck don't care if they are or not I'm like 99% sure that I've said that either on TikTok or literally in this podcast, but it's funny. I'm not sure if he got that from me, like if he's heard me say that and it like stuck with him or if he came up with that on his own or he saw that somewhere. I didn't really ask because we were watching Tangled, if I'm being honest, and it it was a very intense part. But that's what he said. And he also said that being a girl dad is amazing, which is part of his personality is being a girl dad because he literally loves it but I definitely agree with him because crappy parents really don't care if they're being a good parent or not and the you know questioning of yourself and if you're doing good enough for your kid means that you care about your kid so that means you're already better than a lot of parents I put on my Instagram story a little question bubble and the question prompt on it said what's something you wish you could tell yourself pre-kids it doesn't have to pertain to motherhood slash parenthood Just something you'd go back to tell your past self. I got so many responses, so I'm not going to read all these, but I'm going to kind of go over the ones that I think are good or that have been repeated a few times. This one is from my mom, and it said, it's not your job to please everyone all the time. Preach. It's kind of funny that I said that exact same thing, pretty much. This one says, don't stress about the things that won't matter in a day. Also, go to therapy before having kids again, preach it. I am all for therapy or having a friend that's a psychologist that's very unbiased to dissect your shit because it's it's unmatched to like put labels on things in your own head that you didn't realize deserved a label or could be labeled. Oh my gosh, this one, I could almost cry. It said, it's not hard to love you. Oh my goodness. I will literally cry. That's so sweet. I 100% agree. I think it's... It's very sad how many of us have a almost similar experience that we were not told we were unlovable, but we had the innuendo that we were difficult to love. And that makes me so sad, but it, it is very relevant to a lot of people. So that's a very, very, very good one. (laughs) This one's the economy is about to be shit. So maybe just have one kid. I love both my babies. I swear. Honestly, I, (laughs) I agree with that one too. I, I, I understand being a size zero does not effing matter. Again, preach it. I've never been a size zero because I am 5'9", but I was a much smaller size pre-kids. And like I said, I had such a hard time transitioning into this, especially because it still changes. But 100%, it does not matter at all. It's okay to admit that you can't do everything on your own. Needing help is okay you guys really are just speaking to my soul. Because again, I am, I am the queen of everything's okay. I don't need help. I'm an independent woman, I can do everything on my own. And sometimes you really just can't, you really just can't do everything on your own. It's literally not possible. I mean, I guess it is, but you'd be really freaking tired. Don't waste time on people slash things that don't bring you anything but positivity. Again, how many times can I say preach? I remember a few years back, my husband and I were talking about some of our family members and we were talking about how if a person doesn't bring you something that they are kind of a waste of space almost and not in a way that's like, oh, if you don't give me things or you don't, you know, add to whatever that you're not worth my time. But there are people that do nothing but take. They do nothing but take your peace. They do nothing but take your happiness. And those are not the type of people that deserve to be in your life because they're never going to change. That's a whole other soapbox I could go on. I saw a video on TikTok the other day of some girl doing her podcast. And she was basically saying that, that if someone does not respect you or does not prioritize you or does not care about XYZ, they're never going to. You cannot train someone or teach someone to respect you like that. You can earn respect from people, but you cannot just at the flip of a switch, have them change how they treat you, especially with people that are supposed to treat you that way. Close relationships with partners, or people in your family that are supposed to be that positive thing for you. And if they're not, they're just not worth it. This one is a multi-bubble answer. So many things. Be patient. The right person will come. Not everything needs to be perfect. Your plans will ta- will change. Keep being brave. Feel your feelings. Be vocal about what you want. Be you and not what others think you need to be. A little tongue twister there in the middle, but I was trying to do it all in one take. Yes, all those things are fantastic things to be said. I think that there's just there's just so much pressure. So much pressure from so many angles when it comes to like... Just, just women, people in general, if I'm being honest, there's all these crazy expectations and things that are just inherently put upon us that we, we don't deserve that. We don't deserve to be, you know, that put into that box so early in life. This one says, stop taking naps every day, go live your life. It's very funny that my like first thing was slow down a little bit, but you know, different strokes for different folks. Did you just hear how I said Folks. Folks, that was very weird. Anytime I do any type of question stuff, I put up the link to my NGL, which is like a little anonymous, like kind of like Ask FM back in the day when we used to get bullied in high school with it. So one of those says, it's okay to miss your old life before kids. It doesn't mean you regret having kids, just the acknowledgement that things change. And I 150% agree because I am such a different person prior to having kids and I'm not sure I would be that person. Actually, I know for sure I would not be that person if I had not had kids when I did and had the kids that I do have. But that 100% does not mean that I don't miss having autonomy of my time or having a body that didn't change so rapidly that I had to adjust and figure out how to manage that. Or just the ability to do nothing (laughs) and just hang out with my husband, go on day dates in the middle of the day without my mom being my babysitter I really did not know how good I had it back in the day and you're completely right that that does not mean I would change a single thing but I do think acknowledging things is always the right way to go you can never go wrong with just acknowledging something giving it the space it needs and you know just having it be there another anonymous one said, I wish I would have thought about the possibility that he wouldn't like me enough as my adult child to still want me close. I thought our bond was solid. It has me reflecting a lot about what I did wrong as a parent. That's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. And I'm, I feel really bad for whoever this is. I have no clue who it is because it's fully anonymous, but that makes me sad, especially as an adult child to somebody, because I feel like there's only so much a parent of an adult child can do to try to rectify a situation. And I assume by how you're wording things that you already have spoken to your child about this. So, I mean, if they are not ready, giving them the time and space that they need to either come to terms with things or whatever could possibly be the hang up situation is the only thing you can really do. I have firsthand experience with um, one of our parents being no contact. And it is really difficult. But it is something that, you know, was needed and necessary. And I don't know, it's it's really hard. And it's hard. Whenever, maybe the child, even if they're an adult, doesn't have, you know, maybe the emotional competence, not saying that they don't know what's going on or anything like that. But maybe they just aren't, in a place that they're ready to dive into what could have been wrong. I know this was not for advice at all, but I'm trying to just think as an adult child what I could need out of my parent in order to not, you know, kind of shut them out or not want to be close. And honestly, as long as they give me space and as long as they acknowledge the things that they may have done wrong or that I could have perceived as wrong and don't just tell me, well, I this was how it was and you don't remember it right and blah, 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 blah. blah. Those are not what you want to say to an adult child. And again, this doesn't really sound like that's what you're doing. But as long as you're giving them space and giving them time and lending an open ear to tell you what the problem was instead of the other way around. Unfortunately, that's really all you can do. And I hate that for you. But yeah, it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with you really don't know the effects that things that you do even small things that you do when your kids are younger can have on them as they age it's it's so minute it's crazy and it's really scary because honestly I mean I'm sure this won't make you feel better but I think this is a lot of parents fears that's like a number one fear I feel like for a lot of parents is that their kids won't like them whenever they get older and unfortunately that is honestly a lot of the time the case for people that are you know in our 20s now we're realizing all these things about our parents and some parents are not very receptive to any type of criticism or honesty or accepting the fact that we were human beings when they were putting us through the things that they did and as long as you can again lend an open ear and you know not place any kind of fault off yourself accept your faults where they are that's the best possible thing you can do. And I'm, I'm so sorry, honestly, because you sound so sad and I wish I knew who you were (laughs) so I could actually, you know, put any, any valuable input as an adult child. Um, so, you know, if you need to, I'm here. Ooh, I actually thought of one more thing I would go and tell myself. And it's just that your marriage is so like sacred and such a, big part of your parenting journey and who you become post kids, it's not even funny. I really don't think that you can do much to prepare yourself before having kids besides have very good communication skills. And if you don't, that might be something you'd want to work on in the early stages of pregnancy or very early on in babyhood, because it is so difficult to have a balanced relationship if you don't know how to communicate with each other and aren't kind and loving to each other in times of hardship relationship stuff is not something i like to touch on a lot not because i'm scared or because i you know don't don't want to i really do this is one of my soapboxes that i could go on about forever however i'm always nervous because people get really defensive about things they're insecure about and I have said things sometimes on the internet and people get their feathers ruffled because low key their husband kinda sucks and they are not ready to admit that. And <laughs> I really don't want to make people mad. That is not my goal. And yeah, but I do love talking about relationships and communication stuff and sharing the mental load and the physical load of a household and sharing stuff with kids and blah 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 blah. I love all that stuff. So if you're interested in that please let me know if you've listened this far and that's something you'd be interested in please tell me because i don't want to talk about stuff that's not interesting to you guys because it's interesting to me and even if that's the case i don't want to say polarizing stuff if it's to like absent ears so if you're interested in that please let me know because i would love to talk about it my relationship is not picture perfect but We work very, very, very well together and we love each other dearly. We communicate so, so well. And yeah, I I don't want to come off like I'm some expert, but we have been together for eight years and he is the best thing in the world. So if you, if you want to hear about it, just, just let me know. My goal was to make this episode over 30 minutes and I have done so. So I'm going to go because my throat hurts a little bit because Jake scared me earlier. For fun and I screeched and so my throat is a little <laughs> scratchy um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode I really 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 enjoyed it because I liked involving this I might do these little question bubbles more often so if you're not following the Instagram for the podcast at not that anybody asked podcast on Instagram and my personal is at Katarina Strode and that's my handle for everything that's the handle for my TikTok I think I have a YouTube as well I never use it but it's my handle for everything thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed as much as I did. And I hope you have a great whatever day, whatever time you're listening to this. And I will talk to you later.